Hey, Dido. That's who. Doing plumbing and heating since 1964. I don't even know, but that's a commercial. <laughs> Let me see. We gotta, you know, gotta do the production. We need more light. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. We need more light. Yeah. Then I look younger, <laughs> younger. I hope I don't need that. Let's put that out of frame. Put that out of frame, out of sight, out of mind. I got notes. I did homework. I brushed my hair. I said brushed. Yeah. Do we have any new Patreons? I didn't do that homework. I don't think so. Let well, that's okay. Sometimes you get them. Sometimes you don't. <laughs> oh, life's easy. Hey, I got some coffee, some nitrous. What the hell happened? All right, I got some stories and some questions. I fucking did. First of all, I was just on Instagram, and we're going to get into this immediately. Laura Bites just uh, posted a photo and of, did you see that shit? No, but I know she's lost a ton of weight. Oh, my God. She's fucking shredded now. Yeah. You go, girl. This is crazy. That's fantastic. That was awesome. That's just inspirational. You know who else posted? I learned about recently that that guy from uh, shit, I don't remember his name and I follow him. He was on Boy Meets World, all the football movies. The big fat guy. Oh, uh, yeah. And now he's ripped, like 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 a big mountain of a man. Before he was a mountain of a man, and you're like I could take him. Now you're like I'm scared, sir. Don't Ethan Suplee. Yes, I think his name is. Yes, I follow him. That guy is absolutely jacked yeah i had no idea i think probably rogan somebody i don't know someone tweeted some shit and i was like what the fuck and uh, action bronson was like 350 i have to my buddy hidalgo just told me that but i haven't looked it up that's fantastic people just getting shredded speaking of shredded i'm gonna drink my coffee and shit my pants so i get shredded (laughs) That's how I get shredded. <laughs> Too much of this, and then you get you lose weight. If you have diarrhea all the time, it's hard to gain the pounds. <laughs> you got the poopoo panties, you can't gain the LBs, you know? <laughs> that's a theory of mine. <laughs> no, I've, I've been... I think that's an eating disorder. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't do that. I do my natural. <laughs> so many eating disorders so many shit we just need to be taught how to take care of ourselves hey uh if you're eating top ramen and kool-aid knock it off and go get some (laughs) fucking broccoli god damn it are you gonna end up like this (laughs) sad and alone in the podcast room (laughs) (laughs) too high for your own good you know what unnecessary things are done to things in the weed world you don't got to dip a joint in in the keef you don't got (laughs) to infuse it with hash why don't you just let hash be hash and let the doobie be the doobie what's your problem now i'm over here trying to work out and i'm just like what is he he talking to me (laughs) and then you're the only one in the room you know and you're just like this is too strong this is too strong just a nice, normal, good, good weed though. Strong weed. Just good old strong, strong weed. I take back on that regular weed shit. 
I don't want no weak weed. I want some good, good sun and soil, organic, some bat guano in it. Just put bat shit all over it. I'll eat it. I'll fucking, <laughs> that weed, not the bat shit. <laughs> We're going off the rails today. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. <laughs> what was I talking about? No, I'm all over the place. Coffee. You said you got notes. Yeah, I ain't touching them. <laughs> We're free flawling today. <laughs> I said free flawling. I always combine two words. See, my brain can't decide. I was going to say free flowing or free falling. And then I go free flawling. <laughs> That's how it happens. I'm like, oh, oh, there's a fork in the road. Which one? Which one? <laughs> ah, they're both pretty good. I make up my own word. Hear that? <laughs> Sounds like my uncle driving drunk when I was a kid. <laughs> my godfather would always have these. A cooler full of beer in his car. And just fucking had a system, you know. You put it in a cup or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With ice? Yeah, you got to hide it once you get a couple DUIs. <laughs> What do you, this guy, God, the old school dudes got so many DUIs. I don't want to tell how many. So well, the, the laws used to be different too. Like the blood alcohol content was even higher. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you just, it's just crazy. It's quite awful uh, that that was a thing, but it was a thing. Like you could just drive hammered. That's insane. <laughs> Isn't that insane? Yes. Some I'm not a fan of laws, but some laws are good laws. Yeah. <laughs> driving shit faces the worst idea. I want to get that across. I'm not promoting drunk driving. It's the worst idea on planet Earth. You could kill someone else or yourself or uh you know, run over a mailbox. That's kind of exciting. <laughs> but, you know, still bad. So property damage, eh, big whoop. You know, but the other stuff very bad, very bad. Lots of life. You know, if you kill some begonias, I'll kill you too. No. <laughs> <laughs> but that law needed to happen. That's a good one. Not a big fan of DUI checkpoints. That seems a bit much. Yeah. How about if they're swerving, you go get them? <laughs> yeah. Would you would you just stop at me, searching me? You know, I don't know what I have. I could have dropped something. So there's a big fat mushroom the size of my cock under my seat. How'd that get there? I don't know. Don't be sweating me. I didn't I didn't ask you to look under there. What's your fucking problem? God, get off my back. I definitely think about the cops more now that I started chiefing. Yeah. That enters the brain. I'm like, oh leave me alone. I know it's legal. But it's like, it's legal if it's in your trunk. But if it's in your glove box, I think it's... Yeah, and my paranoid ass does it that way now. Yeah, you should. I mean, that's the smart way. I just I just go. <laughs> and I, I just throw it in there. The whole place stinks. And I'm like, it's not, I don't know. Someone threw it in there. It must have ran by when I was putting my groceries away. I just bought some chives. And I was putting my chives away. And then this man just happens to throw... A roach, a half a joint in there. It's real stinky. <laughs> half a doobers smell. 
Oh, I mean, yeah. smokers. I mean, mm-hmm. you know what I'm trying to say. When you smoke a sum of it, what is happening to my voice? Why am I talking like a beatneck now? <laughs> <laughs> Cuckoo's nest. Cuckoo still haven't touched my notes, Chris. You proud of me? Yeah. Yeah. That's right, bitch. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. Did you hear about in New York now that they're making weed legal? Uh, you can't, cops can't pull people over for smelling weed. Good. It's about time. And my PD Blue, go fuck yourself. <laughs> go pick on someone else. Leave this harmless hippies alone. I thought I felt some restriction to my blood flow. Oh, <laughs> son of a gun. I was like, boy, this jacket's tight. <laughs> my hair tie. I only buy goody and athletic. It's softer. It doesn't pull your hair. It's quite nice. Is, are those two brands or is that one? It's the subdivision okay. of, of one brand. <laughs> <laughs> it's goody, but it's it's like the style is athletic. All right. Yeah, they got different kinds of hair ties. What is this? There's <laughs> <laughs> hmm. nothing on here. Well, I've got notes. Yeah, I don't want your notes. I got notes. I'm deciding. I was like, exotic birds. I don't remember why. (laughs) Don't remember why I wrote that one down. Exotic birds. Oh, I remember. Me and my lady, Sadie, my lady, were driving through the hood, and they always got exotic birds in the hood. Why is that? Like as pets or just around? As pets around, sometimes they get loose. <laughs> but there's always an exotic bird store like oh, in the okay. hood. Hmm. Not so much in the nice neighborhoods, though. I don't, I, I but I, I, that's a thing. I need to tweet that. I'm going to tweet that. <laughs> Hoods be like, we got exotic birds. <laughs> We're not the hood. It's like the worst pest or pet, excuse me. Oh, tell me how you really feel. <laughs> Freudian slip. Fuck that cocksucker, Freud. Get out of my head, sir. You're a cokehead. You know he was a cokehead. He got severely addicted to coke. He tried it. He promoted it, and then he was like, "Oh shit, this shit's addictive." And then he recanted his statement, but it was too late. The cokeheads were loose. <laughs> That's a true story. I'm gonna start doing segments. High history with Craig Conan. There we go. That's a good Sigmund one. Freud been be giving you that white china. That's something else, but, you know, I was trying to be quick and witty. <laughs> was it legal, too? Yeah, this was, like, back when that old fuckface was alive. 1800s. 18-dickety-2, they called it. 18-dickety-2, <laughs> <laughs> when all the dickheads lived. That, that fucker was the godfather of fucking with your mind. It's like, hey, man, I'm fine. I'm a farmer. Don't be, don't be. Mind your business. Don't mind where I put it in the dirt. You leave me alone. <laughs> Get out of my head, Freud. That whole name, too. It sounds like a schmuck name. Sigmund Freud. Oh, you're so <laughs> smart. Okay. It's like that Darwin fella. There's plot holes and everything. <laughs> Fucking. Wait, what do you mean? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I just say uh, fuck anyone uh, that that I don't like them. I don't look at them and go, oh, 
Nice. <laughs> I guess I, that's a that's about a how I could sum it up. Like his physical appearance. Just like uh, just everything. <laughs> get, ugh, foul energy. I know you're dead and I never met you, but I've <laughs> I've seen enough. I've heard your studies. We all want to seduce our mom. Get out of here with that perverted thoughts. Oh, you're talking about Freud again. Yeah. <laughs> and Darwin, you know, I believe in evolution to a certain extent, but it's just some of it. It's like algae to us. I don't know. <laughs> something had to, something else might have, I don't know what, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, we were a fish and we got fins and we went flop, flop, flop. So what is his exact theory? I don't know, but just. Oh, I don't, I mean. Darwin, that is. Just that evolution exists. Uh, I mean, of course I believe that. Like, there's always a process and we grow and adapt and evolve and change. But like the whole shit, like, you know, sells to to us now. Um, I guess every jump in evolution was a mutation for a new trait and that trait did well in the world so it prospered and somehow a to b to c that's how we have people yeah i know i know that and i I believe that but i think we're missing some letters we came from a shrew at one point i know that what the fuck is this shrew tiny mouse thing oh that's cute (laughs) i'll take it i'll take it i was like it sounds like a shrimp i was like you watch yourself (laughs) you watch yourself cowboy I wore this is my all American outfit. This is this is my white side. <laughs> this is this is your Midwest. Yeah. Yeah. I painted a fence today. <laughs> I painted a goddamn fence. I'm wearing a Carhartt jacket, original Carhartt colored. I've been trying not to call it Carhartt because I get made fun of so much. <laughs> Everyone can fuck themselves. That's how it looks. Then it look like a Carhartt. No. Mm, that's what everybody be, says. <laughs> it would be Carthart then if that's how it was spelled. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, whatever. Everyone's a stickler. <laughs> then I got my salty crew tea. They don't make, print them on this thick material anymore. I got beef salty crew. Love your stuff. Now it's on those thin little thin sheer suckers. I don't want my nipples out. <laughs> make a shirt. <laughs> Put a little money in the material. This is fan. This, this is my favorite shirt. I wouldn't go back to go buy it again. They don't make them anymore. Is that a skater brand or a fishing brand? It's like a fishing brand, but I I sold at skate shops. It's just like a it's like a man's brand. <laughs> <laughs> and blue jeans uh, with polo socks. Sock check. Oh, oh wow. Oh oh. And my G-Star jeans, because I'm a fancy bitch. Because I'm a lesbian. I'm a lesbian. I'm a motherfucking Carthart lesbian. Come from the island of Lesbos. That's a real thing. At least I heard it in hip-hop, and I choose to believe it. <laughs> in an ancient time, I don't know if it was some mythology, but there's something about that in history. I remember hearing it in hip-hop, and then like <laughs> Googling it. Yeah. What song? Uh, Nature of the Threat by Raz Cass. Okay. It's a good one. It's what I do my push-ups to. I go, yeah, <laughs> fuck the white man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this is crazy. In this white man's world, 
Tupac. That's a beautiful song on the Machiavelli album. I've been going down a lot of YouTube rabbit holes. Here's another history. There's this man called Haitian Jack, and he was a gangster. And he, he also, this looks very non-threatening, but all the YouTube videos, they're like, it's the man you do not want to cross. <laughs> and he is supposedly the one, not supposedly, like uh, that set up Tupac the first time he got shot. Oh. We got shot five times, and he got robbed. It was him. And then I guess the whole beef was Tupac thought that Puff and Big knew about it. I believe they did. he didn't think that they set him up, but they knew and didn't warn him. Uh-huh. And that was the beef. But they said they knew nothing about it. And I don't know. I'm a huge fan of Biggie, too. I believe him. I believe him. Because they were friends, you know, Yeah. at that time. Like, if you find a street thug's gonna rob your friend you're gonna be like hey man heads up yeah don't go there (laughs) why don't you stay home today and put on a glock put it right there anyways yeah diving down youtube rabbit holes on hip-hop history something else too is that what started the the rap beef where they made all those songs yeah, and the whole East Coast, West Coast that got blown out of proportion. It's all such a shitty thing that people die in the hip-hop world. It's just like, God damn, man. Can't you guys just fucking, maybe, a, you know, just a little fist fight. Maybe put a little blade right here, you know, <laughs> so you get beat, you know, just hurts real bad. You got a murder. Come on. Everyone's crazy anyways maybe we'll get to the notes get to the <laughs> notes i just stopped watching documentaries on Pac because i'm like oh yeah he dies at the end and i just get so sad every yeah. time i'm like oh 25 that trips me out 25 i was at home with my mama <laughs> with scabs on my nutsack at that age he died and he was a living legend all right where to begin exotic birds Okay, first of all, thank you to my agent, Stu Golfman. Oh, my God. This motherfucker. Watch this shit. What? Oh, speak of the devil. He just texted me. Oh, my God. This is synchronicity. 12.34. He just texted me. Wise guys. Had a fallout. Take it. I said, I looked at my phone. 12.34. Yes. Nice. That's crazy. This was on Do Not Disturb, and I was talking. He's a topic because he calls me two to three times every day and brings me work, and I am like literally I'm getting scared now. I'm going to read you all of the dates now, and I need to add one more, May 7th to May 8th. Oh, no. What is that? Hey, flip up my calendar real quick. Sorry. Oh, it's empty. Nice. Okay, I just panicked. Thank you, sir. Because I'd be double booking. This guy's crazy. This guy just calls me. He goes two, three times a day. Hang on. Ready? Watch this. Watch (laughs) this. Um, I didn't. I need to add one. May seventh. You gotta act quick though, because you know they they send an email out. They have a fallout. They send an email out. Two, three, four guys. Oh yeah. You gotta get it. You know. That's why I was like, that was perfect. You wait ten minutes. It's crazy. Yeah. You're like, hey, wait. I thought I was 
I thought I thought I had to. like ah, we'll get to you. <laughs> You're like, oh. watch this. You ready? Thank yeah. you. First of all, thank you, Stu Golfman. Here's my tour, baby. You you motherfuckers ready? Let's hope I don't start this. Uh, May seventh. I don't even know what city that is. Sorry, guys. Got to get these gigs, though. Salt Lake City, question mark? Because there's different, you know, there's like New Jersey. Anyways, we could keep this in. Okay. Who cares? <laughs> About to find out where it is. Come on, baby. Answer. We're live. So two very different places. Salt Lake City in New Jersey. Yeah, right? <laughs> He's answering. I wonder if comedy in Utah is harder. Cause he, he, he said not sure there or Ogden. Where's Ogden? I don't know. I'm doing a wise, guys. I don't even know where it is yet. Utah. Is it? Oh, mm -hmm. nice. Um... Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. All right. A little hiccupy there. Thank you, Stu Golfman, for my tour and all the work you have been doing, and my managers, Ian Aragetti and Justin Silvera. Are you ready? May 7th through 8th. Wise guys. Don't know yet. I just got a text, though. <laughs> Wasn't him. Um, May 7th through 8th. Wise guys. San Francisco this weekend, uh, April 30th, May 1st. 1st. Uh, May 12th through 15th, Tulsa. May 21st through 22nd, Appleton. May 23rd, Philly. May 26th, Baltimore. May 27th through 29th, Washington, D.C. Oh, there's more, bro. That's May. This guy's wow. crazy. I, I'm not, I don't even want to keep going. I got to read. I hate reading. <laughs> June 2nd, Irvine. I'm headlining Irvine Improv. Nice. Fuck yeah, dude. First time ever. Uh, June 19th, hold for Alabama. Uh, June 24th through 27th, side pl splitters, shit. That's in uh, Tampa. June 29th, uh, Nashville. I'm uh, finally doing Zanies, the late show after Theo. <laughs> we'll see how nice. that goes. June 30th, Stardom. I believe that was Alabama, too. Uh, July 1st, uh, Atlanta. July 6th, Punchline Atlanta. That's an A-club. Nice. Thank you, Punchline. July 6th, Helium Portland. July 7th, Spokane, Washington. July 8th through 10th, Seattle. July 11th, Tacoma, Washington. Uh, July 14th through 17th, Oklahoma City. July 22nd through 25th, El Paso, Texas. July 28th through 31st, Little Rock, Arkansas. This is crazy. August 19th, Las Vegas. August 26th through 29th, Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. But we'll we'll find out, guys. Yeah. September, nothing. Oh wait, I have a uh, Canada gig in September. I forgot. But that one, you know, Canada. October 6th through 7th, hold for Houston. So that's in negotiation. October 8th through 9th, Austin, Texas. October 10th, Dallas. October 12th through 16th, Winnipeg, Canada. October 21st through 
4th, uh, Westminster, uh, New Westminster, BC, Canada. Wow. Fucking nuts. And he just keeps calling me every day. I'm almost like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm overwhelmed with joy, excitement, and fear. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just like, I've never done this before. God bless you guys. So there it is, baby. I'm coming on tour. Spread the word. Text your homies. Um, I have I have updated a lot of it on my website. There's still a lot more to come. And then, you know, it takes time. You negotiate, get the deal, and then you got to get wait for the ticket link. Then they put on their website. And, then, you know, so if it's not on my website, it will be soon is what I'm saying. And all of this is happening literally as we speak. <laughs> this guy is fucking insane. I love you, bro. Oh, man. I'm betting on myself. Because I told him, I was like, hey, man, I think I could sell tickets. I just I just need to get out there. And I had some clubs messing with me, you know? Yeah. Having me. And then I, I was frustrated because it's like I had like, you know, seven cities. And I was like, I just want to go to the people. And now I got what I wanted. <laughs> and I'm scared. <laughs> Uh, I love it though. Good, good. As I've been saying, good problems. I'm like, I gotta book flights. I gotta. I'm a one man army over here. Yeah. I know it's a beautiful, beautiful thing, but I was like, I gotta do flights, hotels, promote commercials. What's it called? Advertising. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh man. Good. Good new territory. <laughs> <laughs> um bananas that he texted me right as that was going down oh and my package came all right dude he called me and then texted me oh sorry he's on (laughs) it he's on it he's on it wow i don't even know what to say i gotta buy you a plant sir (laughs) I got to buy you. I'm going to up your commission to 11%. <laughs> oh, man. And and uh, this is, at I obviously, you, you see the, the no shot. I love this dude, but I was going to say, like, he's at, I don't even know how big the company. This is probably like a smaller company in the agency world of Hollywood, you know? Yeah. And uh, and I've been told through people throughout the years, like, if you got a diehard guy that believes in you, that's at a small agency, boutique agency, medium, whatever, and it's not at the big the big dogs, you know, the Pepsi and the Coca-Cola companies. Yeah. They're like, choose, choose the little guy, not little guy, you know what I mean? The smaller company and the guy that it believes in you. Yeah. Over the big bulldog that, you know, maybe they're just taking you on to add you to the roster or, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And I was told that throughout my life, my life throughout just being in the business and you hear it and, uh, and then it happened. Um, I didn't really have any big dogs fucking with me, so it wasn't a choice, <laughs> but it, I remember thinking that when it came down to my decision, I was like, this guy, like he saw me in JFL Montreal which is always funny to me that we're both from LA and you see me in Canada. It's, <laughs> it's like I was performing here nightly <laughs> for six, seven years, eight years. Anyways, uh, yeah, 
I'm so glad with my choice because I did leave a guy for him and uh, chose him. And I'm so grateful, ha happy I did that. And uh, I know that's Hollywood shit, but it can pertain to other areas and other businesses. You know, just go with your gut. Like, oh, this guy fucking wants wants this <laughs> yeah <laughs> believes in this and uh it's showing Whew. i'm scared <laughs> of going on tour it's also crazy that i like this this pandemic and this bullshit that we all hate so much uh like forces you to be a homebody yeah and now that i'm like light love it and i gotta <laughs> it's yeah. like you're not gonna be home bro good good problem but i'm like i missed my girl and my cats <laughs> i want to pet my cats okay now what are we gonna talk about there's more notes desert hot springs i did a show in desert hot springs i did not know that it was one of the more dangerous cities in america <laughs> it has a 86 percent higher violent crime rate than any other place <laughs> in California. Why? Meth. Oh, okay. A lot of speed, a lot of dirt, not much to do. Mm -hmm. uh, and then it was just so funny. I had a blast. First of all, first things first, I had a blast at the gig. It was fantastic. But as me and my girl were leaving, we uh, noticed like uh, a barricade of police officers and a helicopter. <laughs> And then we hit the freeway, and then we saw like these uh, armored look like look nothing like a like a bomb unit vehicle or a, a tactical ramming uh, SWAT team. Yeah, uh, from the movies. <laughs> uh, Humvee look looked like you know like the Batmobile, like the Rambler, but like green and military. Just I'm <laughs> like that's that's different. Yeah, Is that it's not a tank. But it's not far off <laughs> from a tank. Two of those burling down the sirens on, and we're like, "Wow, good time to leave." <laughs> we stopped at Seven Eleven across the street from it. We're like, "I wonder what's going on over there." Idiots. <laughs> Gave a homeless lady five bucks. She was nice. She had charisma. She said, "Hey, boo, you got any spare change?" I said, no, but you called me boo, so I will on my way out. And I paid cash to break my 20 because she wasn't getting the 20. <laughs> I gave her five and a bottle of water. Nice. Whether it goes to drugs or not, she's on the street. I don't give a fuck. You do what you got to do, girl. Here's some water. Hydrate. <laughs> yeah, so... We get booked by my buddy, Jack Fink, and he's just a funny guy. And he, he, uh, it's called, I forgot what it's called, M Mirage Springs Resort. And he texts us the name and the address, and then after, he's honest, though. He goes, by the way, guys, the term resort is stretched. <laughs> and it, <laughs> made me laugh so hard i was like oh it's a motel with the big pool <laughs> and that's exactly what it was it was fun as fuck they had 24 hour pool oh that's cool 
that was cool until this weird tweaker started bouncing a golf ball next to us and then playing the piano. We're like, uh, I was like, I'm going to go to bed, guys. <laughs> it, was, it was cool until that. We had a good hour of it. That might be why it's not a common practice. Yeah. Either way, it was packed. It was packed. Oh, really? All hours. A little bit nicer during the day. <laughs> a little bit more highbrow people. A little more beer sippers. A little less. That's <laughs> how most 24-hour things work. Yep. At the grocery store. Yep. I thank God Trader been 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> My buddy I grew up with, Max, work at Albertsons in the union. And he was always talking about, you got to work your way up. And then all of a sudden, that falls balling. It's so funny. Oh, wow. I think he got like a big fancy, uh, you know, I probably not even in the union. It's crazy how like if you do anything well, you could work your way up and become like a regional manager and make a quarter million dollars a year and start off as a banana boy. <laughs> That's a thing. Yeah. That's insane, right? You just got that, whole, you know, marketing visually, uh, visual merchandising aspect. What was the point of bringing him up? Goddamn, what was I talking about right before that? Uh, the pool, 24 hours. Unions. Oh, it's gone. That's the tweet. <laughs> I brought him up for a reason. To tell a story that was related to something there. And then I Back got... when he worked in the lower ranks. Maybe oh, 24 hours, yeah. that's people. Uh, he would tell me, because he would work different shifts, you know, as the new booty at the store, yeah. you work all of the weird ones. As I did, did you do that? Oh, 4 a.m. to noon? Yeah. And that that was stocking, though, so it wasn't that bad. So it wasn't, we weren't 24 hours, but that's when the truck would come and you unload it. And then you just zombified. But he would work late nights. He's like, dog, the people that come in at night are so weird and different and not always drug addicts either just like just the the hermits yeah the shut-ins the the this is pre-postmates pre-delivery era you know so all those people that never wanted to see another human being yeah whether they're tweaked out or or not mm -hmm. they still have to eat <laughs> so they come and he's like the people he's like it's scary it's like he's like Sir, have you heard of the sun? <laughs> Go in the sun. Go to... What are you doing? <laughs> we get some of those even at like 8.45 before we close. Oh, yeah. The last minute. Yeah. They're like, ah, oh, I got... I need to eat. <laughs> I avoided it this long. <laughs> Social anxieties, it's a real thing. It's crazy. It's why Valium was invented. Valium. Valium? I think that's right. By saying that right? <laughs> <laughs> Never liked that one. I've said it before. All these kids. I don't remember shit. I want to remember how I felt. I want to remember <laughs> the good feelings. That's why I took them. <laughs> you want to you take that away from me? Get the fuck out of here. Get your colada pins out of here. Knuckleheads. God. 
I see kids out there just partying with these designer drugs. I'm just like, you wait. You fucking wait. It's all fun and games. Then a decade goes by. (laughs) And you're pushing rocks out your ass and you get a hemorrhoid. (laughs) You fucking wait. You say, oh, yeah, what happened to me? Oh, yeah, that's what they all said. It'll get you one by one, motherfuckers. Get out. Get out while there's hope. 20 years later. Be all doped up living with your mama. You want that? You want that? Or in jail or dead. That's that's uh, that's where it goes. Keith Richards. He's the only one. He's the only one that made it. They're all dead. The rest are dead. Doesn't he get regular blood transfusions and stuff? Yeah, he's got money. Yeah. He's got money. <laughs> yeah. So if you're a heroin addict worth a few hundred million dollars, <laughs> you stand a shot. Other than that, good luck, kid. Get off. And there's fentanyl now. They didn't have fentanyl. I didn't have to worry about dying. I and mean, then now I hear some of the kids are getting addicted to fentanyl and they want it cut with fentanyl. It's like, ugh. Anyhow, that wasn't on the notes. <laughs> Got a little dark. That's, that's what happens in good time, though. So we went to this 24-hour Mexican restaurant uh, in Desert Hot Springs. It was... And it was... I ordered correctly. I order when you go to a twenty-four hour Mexican restaurant, yeah, in a place like Desert Hot Springs, order the bean and cheese burrito, and do your body a favor. <laughs> I saw everybody's face; they ordered stuff, you know, carnitas burrito. I'm like, it's twenty-four hours. <laughs> how long? How long do you think the meat's been sitting there? <laughs> we're on the tail end of the day what are you doing carne asada from what time from what time sir they all got beef burrito i saw their faces one by one turned sour you could see it just a little bit of their soul was stained after that and and they and they and they they were like offering, you want some? Like, I don't know, I don't want none of that. <laughs> you just you just don't want it. You just you got four pounds of food for six bucks. <laughs> now your body's gonna hate you. Even my bean and cheese burrito was dicey, but it was the <laughs> safest of the options, you know. What am I gonna get? Lettuce? I'm gonna get get brown yellow lettuce. They got they got that. Iceberg, no nutritious, nutritious, thirdus. <laughs> what just happened right there? Trishus, trishus. <laughs> talking over here, talking over there. I think I told you I had a cockeye manager, and he was always mad at me because I was a bad employee because I was on drugs. <laughs> And I was like, but he's, you know, I'm like, who are you looking at? (laughs) I know that bit's been done, but it was a real thing that really happened. You know, when you get a cross-eyed man who's cross at you. Yeah. Yeah, I said it. (laughs) They go like this and you're just like, all right, dude, 
I can't really size you up <laughs> and gauge the anger in your soul because one's... <laughs> I was my old one from Torrance, Ray. I named him. It's okay. <laughs> he didn't like me and I didn't like him. But it was at a... It was at a actually, the, he was cool. And the only reason I didn't like him was because he didn't like me. But I promise you, I deserved him not liking me he probably should have hated me but maybe i was entertaining enough to where the shit show was just like i'll give this a gander so yeah he actually was a nice guy i feel bad we'll bleep his name out all right (laughs) damn i said that and i realized that that was Another cross-eyed manager. <laughs> and I was like, damn, two? Um, anyways. They both hate you? No, no, Okay. No. One I love. <laughs> and he loves me. And that's why I was like, wait, no, no, no. This is separate. This is separate. Separate entity. You don't understand. <laughs> so funny. Oh. Hmm. Now we talk about Mark Hayes' show at... That we might have to bleep out. It's really weird. There's rats out there. They shut shit down. Ah. Okay, I did a show with my bud, Mark Hayes, and this motherfucker... I, it actually wasn't his fault, but even so, if it was outside, there's still no light. So it rained on the day of the show... Mm. And they moved it from outside to uh, inside. And there was no... This was the I, This was the worst case scenario for a stand-up show. There was no lights in your face. You're standing in dark shadows. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're next to the DJ booth to where if you get too close with the microphone, it goes, uh, you know, the feedback, yeah. the, the piercing. Mark kept doing it, kept doing it, couldn't figure it out. And it, and Mike was like, step away from the speaker, you idiot, because he kept going closer. Oh, yeah. And then fi- this was like crazy. That's how the show starts. <laughs> just feedback, just sounds explosive. And then uh, there's a gap in between the comics and the audience and the gap is the pathway to the kitchen and the restroom so it's just a bustling (laughs) and then it's the audience and you're in the and and then the microphone cord is three feet long three feet long and guess who he has on the lineup craig robinson theo vaughn harlan williams i'm trying to think if there's any other famous fox Wow. No, nah, that that's the famous Fox. Jackson McQueen, me, and Lenochi. And we're doing this show. And then I get there first and he goes Mark goes, Boss, I got you going last. And I was like, Whatever, you know, I what am I gonna say? Hey Theo, can I go before you? You know? I was <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck. I was it was a blast anyways. But I'm just like, dude, like I know this is a niche market. I don't know who's listening, but if you're doing shows, there's these little lamps at clamp lamps at home depot they're like painter lamps the little tin foil 
It's the $12, $8, for under 25 bucks. You get lighting for any show. It's what we use at the beginning of this podcast. Yeah. They, they work. They work. And especially stand up. I don't know about filming, but stand up, they're perfect. It's all you need. I just did a 420 show. They bought this super $300 light hand cannon and it was didn't work well. We're, we were we were baffled by it. We're just like, how does this not work good? My flashlight works better than this. <laughs> he returned them. He's like, fuck this. Why did I just buy this expensive hand cannon that does not work? And I was like, dog, just get these Home Depot clamp lamps. Fucking throw them in a cloth bag in a closet. And it's legitimately the best lighting ever. Tammy, Tammy Joe Deeran, the producer, taught me that trick with her show. She just had these clamp lamps. It's great. One of the some of the best tape I ever had was under those lights. <laughs> it's on YouTube. It's, it's, it's labeled like first gig or some shit or some one of them. The one in the flannel, the gray flannel with the brick wall. Yeah, and I just and and all the comics just did it. And I was just laughing. <laughs> I was like, these fools do theaters and they came home to a fucking bar show with a gap in between you and the audience. And it was still a solid show. Well, all the comics were, you know, they're great. And uh, it was a, it was still a great show, but I was just like, oh my God, Mark, an ounce of effort, sir. <laughs> I called my homie Brett Banta. I was like, hey, you still got those lights? Because I let him borrow them for a sketch, you know? And then he's like, yeah, I'm in Arizona. I have my daughter put them out on the porch. So I had that poor bastard do them. I was about to go get them. And there was no extension cord and no electricity nearby. And then I didn't go, and they're probably still on his porch. My bad, Banta. I apologize. <laughs> uh, you guys. Fucking $21, you have a better show. <laughs> Just one. If, if you really want to boil, you, all you need is one. Twelve, eight bucks. Twelve bucks with the light bulb for a good show. That'd probably be a memorable experience if you were in that audience, though. Yeah, for sure. Everyone knew it. I mean, like, they're just like, dude, Craig Robinson. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? He tried to walk with the court. He's like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that fool was just, he's in movies and, and, and TV and commercials and stand-up, and he's on a bar show with me. <laughs> oh, man, I love that guy. He is so cool. He's the nicest guy ever, too. Oh, and then how could I forget? Uh, Grace at Beto's Pizza, which was across the street from the show, was like, hey, you're doing the show, you want some pizza? And she gave uh, us two pizzas. And then I was just, I felt like a king, because I was bringing in Vito's Pizza, which is the best Italian slice in Los Angeles. Go get it, it's on La Cienega. Vito's Pizza. And uh, she gave me two pizzas, a white pie and a red meat pie. So it's meatball, sausage, pepperoni, oh my God. And then now I'm just walking in, and it's Craig Robinson, and everyone's hungry, and it's like got brand new hot pizzas, and I didn't pay for them. <laughs> well, I'm just kidding. I paid double. And uh, yeah, I just felt like a king. I was like, hey, look, I got pizza. I was like, it's so cool. I love that shit. Eating pizza with Craig Robinson. High as a motherfucker. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, me and Jackson are just roasting everybody. It's fun as fuck. 
Mark's going to die soon. His skin's gray. Mark, this is to you. Go in the sun. <laughs> Go in the sun. There's a sun. Walk out and sit under that motherfucker. That guy gets paler every time I see him. Good heavens. Anyhow. Any other notes? No. All right. How long have we been rolling? Uh, 48 minutes. All right, perfect, because we got the questions now. Right? AMA? We got some AMA questions. And I didn't know what that was, and that means ask me anything. Do you want to talk about if farting in water is fun? Of course it's fun. Of course it's fun. Seems, yeah, it is. It's fantastic. You don't know, you get scared because it's wet, you know? You're like, and you see the bubbles come up. It's kind of gross if you try to eat them, you know? <laughs> Fart breath. I've never done that, but I've definitely had some wet farts and enjoyed it for sure. What was the other one? That was more. Uh, I didn't read them yet. Well, so a good one here is your first time smoking. You might have, I think you told that a long time ago, but I don't remember it. My first time smoking that I can remember, I was 12 years old. It was with my first or second best friend, Dane. I don't know if he wants me to name him. We'll leave it at that. I'm pretty sure most people could figure that one out. <laughs> uh, and it was the best. Like, we smoked. We got high, got the giggles like a motherfucker. I remember I was cutting fruit, cutting orange, and he like, like you know, and he scared me. I don't know why the Peak Panther music came in my head right there, but that's what I was trying to sing, and then I pussied out because I don't like to sing. And he scared me, and I just went, Gah! and I stabbed his oh, forearm, yeah. and, and he's like, you stabbed me. I was like, you scared me when I'm cutting fruit. And I'm high. Like, you can't fault me for that. It was just, it went in this much. You know, it was this little prick. I was like, don't scare a man with a knife. And uh, when we're high for the first times in our lives. And it was fine. He's like, if we laughed, they put a Band-Aid on, called it a day. And I think we watched Goonies. That was a go-to movie back then. And, uh, yeah, it was just, it was just heaven. My first experience was like in Half Baked, where it was just like, <laughs> I was like, oh, there you are. Oh, there you are, sweet Betsy. All my worries are gone. And that's probably why I came back. I needed old Betsy and give my soul, <laughs> give my soul a little glow. And I want to be clear. Let's be clear. Weed, marijuana can absolutely ruin your fucking life. I know so many fools that that's all they do. And we all know them. We all know mm -hmm. them. Don't, don't, don't you fucking try to fake or front or no excuse. You know, the guy that smokes and goes, uh, and he's done. He's toast. <laughs> he's in el comunicado. He's not no home. <laughs> and he doesn't do shit. Those guys exist. And then there's motherfucking Snoop Dogg. Okay. He was the goddamn king the best and uh you know that was my whole shit if you smoke weed like snoop dog and you're not snoop dog 
Just take it back a little bit. Just take it, take it down a notch. Okay? Go get some shit. That being said, I've smoked twice today. <laughs> but I'm finally I'm in a place where I've gotten some shit and I'm keeping it at bay. I know it's a, I know it's a slippery slope, motherfuckers. Don't tell her to tell me. I've been sliding down this mud hill my whole life. Uh but right now it feels like my body's like, oh, you just need little hugs. And this is little hugs. It's like, oh yeah, that's nice. It's like a little it's like a little wet pussy just goes fucking <laughs> and you're just like, Oh yeah. Wow. That's a good feeling. You know? Yeah. Yes. Uh what has been your greatest inspiration? Ever, period? Yeah. Oh, god damn it. I don't know. How about inspiration lately? Okay. I'll try to answer both. I mean, lately, just DMX, he just died. I've been bumping the shit out of his shit. And it... I mean, I was a fan for sure, but I wasn't like a diehard like I am with Pac, you know? Um, But I remember when he came out in high school, how... I listened to it so much back then and then visiting it again, I was like, this fool was so good. And the fact, the reason I'm saying all this is because he was from the streets. I love him, but he, he you know, I'm not trying to take a shot. He was, he was a crackhead. He liked crack cocaine. He was addicted to drugs and he was from the streets. And the reason I'm bringing that up is he still built all that, you know, he built all that shit coming from the gutter and 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 just and just made made his own world made his own empire rough riders acted was starred in movies sold hundreds of millions of albums and that is so dope that is so dope to be that to come from that shit and make it that big it's insane it's insane so that's lately because i was just listening to him i'm just like oh I was like, man, I wish I could bark like him. <laughs> that intro to that album, it's just called intro. Oh, it's so good. You have to fast forward it like 50 seconds because, you know, the rap doesn't start. It's like talking. Yeah. It just goes, and then the, wow, wow, watch out now. Inspiration my whole life. Oh, man. I have a lot of inspirations. Uh yeah, believe it or not, my crazy ass father. <laughs> Just the fact the entrepreneur hustle, fuck the law, you know, do what you want, fuck everybody else. I it's 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 a model. To, it's it's not fuck everybody else. You know what I mean? Just uh, mind your business. You do what you do. With you. I'm over here. I do me. It's too much of this. Nosy Nellies in the neighborhood. Um. Yeah, just I uh, just I guess families. Just first, my uncle. A lot of my uncles, they're they're fucking nuts. I love them. Um, I was gonna say Uncle Terry because he. My nana, my grandma ran from her. My grandpa, because he was, I guess, a little nutso. <laughs> so she fl- ran from the East Coast, from Boston to here, L.A., Redondo Beach. And uh, and then 
she was a single mother and she liked wine, you know? And so my, uh, my uncle Terry had to step up and like work a couple jobs and pay for everybody. So that's admirable. I wouldn't, I don't, I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> I mean, it looks like we're poor. <laughs> I'm not working two jobs. Crazy. And then, uh, yeah. My grandparents too, just getting, getting all emotional. No, not really. I mean, yeah, it's good because, uh, you know, their story, they came from Mexico with nothing and, uh, and worked his ass off and then started off in the projects living in the hood and then got two Mexican restaurants and a tortilla factory and then bought a house and a little property, some land. And then did the damn thing. He did the American dream. That's fucking dope. That's crazy. And they told him he couldn't work, right? Yeah, so his story was he injured himself at work. I, I think he was mining, doing some labor shit. And then they wouldn't let him work, and they wouldn't pay him. And he's like, I'll fucking work. I don't care. I'll break my back. I got seven kids to feed. Let me work. And they said no. And he's like, oh, well, pay me then. Like, I got seven... I got work. I got injured at your work. You did it. Yeah. I'm still willing to work. <laughs> so he ended up suing. This is way back then, but they, they was, I guess it was such a clear case that they awarded him like ten or fifteen grand. But this was you know sixties, so that's a lot of money. And then he started two Mexican restaurants and a tortilla factory in uh, Harbor City. In sorry, San Pedro and Harbor City. And then uh, and then he sold it and retired and. And that was that. We should have kept it in the family, but that's neither here nor there. It's sad because all my grandma's recipes just kind of went out the window. It was the best. Anyone who had El Gordo's in the in the fucking 80s in the harbor area, they know what's up. That, that was my grandma's shit straight out of Mexico. Oh, my God. That's how my gringo ass is so picky with Mexican food. It ruined me. <laughs> it ruined me. I know what I look like, but I got a palate like a motherfucker. That shit ain't from Mexico or someone that, you know, you, I saw he's, <laughs> that noise was Chris pulling hair off the mic. It was a big hair. I know. There's so much hair everywhere. <laughs> All right. Next question. Lots of inspirations everywhere. Really? You can find it anywhere. I'll seriously, it depends how high I am, but tear up over a dandelion coming through the crack <laughs> of concrete. I'm like, it made it. You fucking made it. That's crazy. It's just like, can you imagine that? Just being like two tons of concrete, concrete, ton, ton tree poured over you and you're just like, you see a crack and you're like, I fucking did it. Was I out of frame? Did I no, get it? I was it? in frame. That's what a dandelion does. That weed, it ain't even a weed. You eat the roots, good for your heart, cardiovascular. <laughs> know your Eastern medicines. It's crazy how almost all medicines come from plants, and we could just eat them or put them in tea. But no, we synthesize them and then get a side effect from it. Oi. Googles. Google some Googles. <laughs> Activated ingredient. Google that ingredient. It came from some fucking weird plant. Promise. <laughs> uh, will you have more of the family or old friends on the podcast? Yeah, I actually really want to get my homie JP from Texas on here because we have some stories. Uh, I I think I next I'll do a like a a batch of 
friends, like a panel. And uh, might might be some editing to do on that episode. Because <laughs> uh, that was, we were knuckleheads, man. Just drugged out kids running amok, you know? Good times. <laughs> the amount of cars we've fucked up. That's all I got to say. Fuck. That's why anytime I get a dent in my car, I'm like, yeah. It's one it's one for the karma. <laughs> I had that coming. Who's your best comedy friend? Uh, now that I moved down here, I don't know. Uh, it was Lenochi and Mark Hayes. And as time goes by and it changes, I'm alone over here and I tour. <laughs> uh, I have lots, though. I love me some Ari Manis and Abby Roberge. I like Joe Maurice. Um, Chad goes deep dudes. They're my homies. So many real ones. A lot of the people coming up. I love them. And I consider them to be my best friends. It, it doesn't necessarily mean we hang out all the time. But Chappelle Lacey, Ali Makovsky, Laura Bites. These are all people I love seeing do well and headline and blow up. Frank Castillo. Um, there's so many. Ahmed Weinberg. I'm going to leave names out. I should stop naming people. It's not, you know, it's no shots. It's just like, it's on my brain. There's so many of them. I know I'm forgetting somebody. Oh, you know who who recently came into my world and is my favorite? Fucking Steph Taleff. I said her name wrong, too. That's right. <laughs> Fuck you, ho. I'm just kidding. I love you. We're going to not edit that. Um, she came in like a hurricane, and she is my people. Oh, my God. I got to have her back on. Of course, Audrey Stewart. Um, Steph Taleff. God damn it. She is so funny. I crack up at her shit every day. I see you working out there. Two thumbs up. <laughs> Google her, look her up. We did an episode. don't remember which one. It was probably about four months ago. I had a blast on it. I'll have her back. Oh, shit. Uh, I forgot Brian Monarch, too. I'm close with him. I haven't seen him in a year. This pandemic, man, I'm telling you. You move alone... I haven't seen that full since the pandemic hit. We send each other like uh, Instagram, like oiled up big booty accounts. <laughs> we, like, we like big booties oiled up. And he always sends me some shit. I'll send him some shit. And so, but sometimes it's just like you get that shit and you're like, man, I was having a good day. <laughs> it just makes you angry. You're like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> That's so cool. You know, guys are simple. <laughs> Big booty. <laughs> um, plus a million more. I can't remember, recall. Oh, Derek Post and Hassan Ahmad. Oh, I, I bonded with old weirdo Jeffrey Burner in Austin. I always <laughs> love that guy. But, you know, when you stay at a man's house, you bond a little differently. Yeah. A little more than just the hallways at the comedy store. I'm like, sorry, Jeffrey, that was your toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> My mistake. Honest <laughs> mistake. I've never done that before in my life. <laughs> oh, okay. 
I didn't. I didn't with him. <laughs> I had my own. I did use his towel, though. It was hanging there. <laughs> I just took a shower. I brought my own soap. I, you know, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm civil. I'm civil. Yeah, I might have rubbed my nuts with your towel, but I'm civil. You're going to want to get a new towel. Because <laughs> I was all up in my undercarriage. Next question. Uh, Daniel Gorman wants to know how your plants survived the move. Oh, he knows. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, that was Daniel Gorman, a.k.a. the big dumb white boy. That I worked with at Trader Joe's for eight or nine years, whatever the fuck it was. And I call him Big Dumb White Boy for a reason. Because he's big. That guy just gets bigger. Speaking of weightlifter, that guy was a twig when I met him. You remember, Have you seen old photos of him? Yeah. He was a twig. That guy's back is bigger than that dresser. <laughs> fuck off, bro. Stop working out. You're too big now. He can't even wear jeans anymore. His thighs are too big. <laughs> I wore, he'd, I mean, he wasn't as skinny as me. He's a bigger dude. He's like 6'2 or whatever, right? Or some shit, 6'3. He's up there. But he had normal, he could wear normal jeans and now he can't (laughs) because he's got the fat thighs that bell bottom. Anyways, I love him, but he's also kind of my mortal enemy. (laughs) And we're, I got him into plants and Dr. Bronner's and Celium Hus. So you're welcome. Tongue scraper too, I believe. I don't know if, but those are the things. <laughs> and he bought you a bidet. He did buy me a bidet, and I installed it, and I loved it. And then I uninstalled it because I was af- afraid the property manager was going to say something. And now I still don't. I need it back. And he knows that during my move that half my plants died because of all the COVID-19. They didn't get their <laughs> vaccinations. <laughs> And they died. No, I'm just kidding. COVID's a hoax. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's jokes, everybody. God, you can't even make jokes. <laughs> they died because the beach weather's different. It's like salty and like the wind's gnarly and the sun's different. Like I can <laughs> It is. And it fucking <laughs> murdered a lot of them. And I'm just like, oh. And I mean, people are like, put them outside. Put them inside. I tried it. I put them in all the corners, and they just didn't survive, man. Climate shock. Poor peace lily. But, you know, with death, there is always rebirth. And rebirth, you just go down to the local nursery, and you just get a new one. (laughs) Replace it quickly. Helps heal the wounds. (laughs) I just lay my dead soldiers all in a pile and look at them, and I get sad every time I walk by. I'm like, I'm sorry, guys. I need to get rid of them. It's hard. I had a lot of them for years. Can you compost them or anything? Yeah. Some of them I'm just going to plant. Like when they get down to the nitty-gritty and ugly, I've done it at the, uh, the Sweetser apartment too. Uh, the West Hollywood lo- home, my previous home. I'll just, like, if it's on its tail end, I'll just dig a hole in Mama Earth and go plant them in the bushes. And oddly enough, that brings them back. And then they survive in the wild. 
and then uh, at the old pad on these other little little spots, you'll just see all these little random succulents <laughs> or gallivandia plant, um, some foliage, some bushes, all sorts of shit. Yeah, fuck you, Gorman, for taking it there. My plants. God damn it. All right, this one's a two-parter. Pick one Pac song to be erased from history. And then number two is only one Pac song to listen to for eternity. Damn. Erased. Um, I don't know the name of it. I have to look it up. But there's some... Uh, Listen to for the rest of my life. Oh, man, that's so hard. Okay, I'm going to narrow it down. Hearts of Men from the All Eyes on Me album. Violent from the Tupacalypse album. It's a great story. Oh, man, there's so many. Hold On, Be Strong from the Are You Still Down album. Maybe that one because it's positive and has a dope beat and also raps about real shit so it's not too positive just because like uh the violent one is so good but it's just like do i want to listen to a violent story for uh, the rest of my days <laughs> probably not i want a sprinkle of joy in there and hearts of men that shit just slaps that's a fucking banger jesus christ i always like will like, if that comes up, I'll do it twice. I'll, I'll do that one again. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'd have to look up the songs that I don't like because I don't remember them because I don't like them. But it's some early shit where I was just like, this is just too corny. It was mainly the beat, not Pac. What's the next question while I look this up? Uh, what's your process for joke writing? Man, I need a process. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just, just, I, I source from real life. Almost all my shit is like 98% true. 90 to 99% true. Um, I should sit down and try to write more, uh, like a Seinfeld. I'm more a riff, write on stage guy. I like to take an idea on stage and write about it. I think the lunatic, I can't. The Lunatic on the Tupacalypse Now album. It was some of his early shit. I was just like... And even that's dope. I don't know. It was mainly the beat. I can't hate on Pac. But I thank you for your Pac questions. What was the follow-up question? Uh, your writing, joke writing process? process. I write on stage. I riff on stage. I take some funny idea from life that I think's funny. And I'm like, let me go figure this shit out. The adrenaline kicks in. And then I say things I normally wouldn't normally have said. You know? The hotter the crowd is, the more you write. It's true. What Jerry Seinfeld says is true. If it's a tight room, you edit. You shorten your jokes. You go, I ain't saying that line. But if it's a hot room and it's fire, you you, you extend it. That's why getting feature work, I real, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going where the fuck I'm going. But, like, I always wished I got more feature work. I know I got feature work. Uh, featuring for a headliner. You go in the middle, and usually it's sold out crowds. 
or hopefully it's sold out crowds depends on the famous fuck you're headlining or touring with and i would always go like once or twice with like four different guys i never went a lot what for instance like ari manis with theo vaughn when he's going on every single gig all those sold out shows you could get so good so fast because it's just you're doing six shows a weekend they're all sold out you get 30 minutes you have long enough to play you you you, you know it's i spring that up because it's very hard in this you know when you're doing open mics three to five minutes in front of the worst environments ever so uh get in front of good crowds which good luck <laughs> probably take two to six years to get that and then uh, you could write on stage some people sit down and write with pen and paper every single day I really need to start doing that, and I will. Because <laughs> uh, it's good to do both, you know. There's the Bill Burr way and the Jerry Seinfeld way. They're both phenomenal. And you could do a little bit of each. You could do whatever works for you. Uh, I believe I've said this before, and if you don't know what that Bill Burr just riffs and tells shit on stage, then, then write shit down. Jerry Seinfeld writes it all out, writes it out, edits, right, 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 right. Both extremely funny, successful comics. Doesn't matter. You do you. I I just kind of just talk shit on stage. But I, I want to write more jokes. I love telling stories, don't get me wrong. But I I have a lot of stories. And now I want a lot of jokes. To interweave with the stories. That's also how you can tell a good story. Is you hook the audience with jokes up top. You're like, oh, I trust him. He's funny. Now he could tell me this long story. That may not be hilarious all throughout it, but it has moments and stories are different. They go up and down. They don't have to be funny the whole time. I prefer them to be. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But sometimes, you know, not all, but you can have one or two, you know, like I I I re I did uh I told the story about Dart again. Oh yeah. I uh so I was working that story a little while and then I just stopped. I don't know why. But I just brought it back. And uh it's a good story. I mean, I love him. It's no it's no shot at him. It's just funny. I uh I think I have that on my phone. We'll we'll chop that up for the Patreon. On that phone right there, actually. I recorded my magical set in Desert Hot Springs nice. Resort and Casino. It's not a casino. <laughs> okay, sir, what's next? Uh, do you have a favorite dog since you're a cat stan? I started off as a dog man. Of course I have a favorite dog. And just because I'm a cat mom doesn't mean you can't be a dog dad. Why is it <laughs> going to be that? Uh I just classic like a golden retriever or a Labrador. I just love the big, lovely, loyal dog. Um, I was in love with Jack, the golden retriever that shopped at Trader Joe's. I have a picture with him. He's viral on Instagram. He has like, oh, or wow. he's got a fan page with like a hundred thousand followers. He's oh, the most wow. handsome golden retriever I ever <laughs> saw. Those two golden retrievers that shopped at Trader Joe's when I worked there, Jack and Henry. I love them both so much, and I told I would talk, and I've come to find out Henry is Jack's like 
nephew or son or, that's in the family. I was like, well, of course. <laughs> the most magical golden retrievers I've ever seen in my life are related. They're just, I'm like, what do you, what do you shine their coat and put the egg yolks? What are you doing? <laughs> why, is she, why is he so shiny and gorgeous? Beautiful. Uh, Jasmine Martin would like you if you could give a shout out to her and Adrian oh yeah I just met them at Desert Hot Springs oh nice yeah God bless you guys thanks for coming out The um, it was their birthday or something I don't remember either way I love you guys thank you for coming they drove from Los Angeles to see me in Desert Hot Springs and I just was like you know I do shows in Los Angeles but God bless them it was a good show, though, and I got to do, like, 45. So if you saw me in Los Angeles, it's usually, like, 10 to 12. You don't get all the stinky pain. <laughs> God bless you guys. Thank you so much for supporting me. That's pretty much all the questions. There, uh, There's a caca story. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I can pull that up. I got some reading to do. This will be our poop story. I don't want to be too gross, but I mean, I've only had it twice in my life. I've had hemorrhoids twice in my life. Both times. You feel as if the world knows your soul is ugly, you know? <laughs> You're like, ah. Oh. I feel like our mushrooms make you feel that everybody knows that you're on mushrooms. Yeah. I feel like it may, like he knows. <laughs> I know I'm talking about it publicly on my own fucking podcast. It's probably going to be cut up into a goddamn clip. <laughs> no, not this one. But you feel like strangers know. You're like, oh, you know. <laughs> you know I'm uncomfortable right now. You know that it hurts. Everything hurts. Sitting hurts. Coughing hurts. Breathing hurts. What is that? Really, God? You need to put it, a flare right there? <laughs> fucking ouch twos i've only had two oh i always heard i heard the rumors it's like yo get them when you're older i'm like no <laughs> here we are turning 36 how old am i turning 37 i don't know whatever it doesn't matter we're all gonna die <laughs> all right the poop story that's right i text you that's what i'm doing i got off track my hemorrhoid ouch Everyone's like, you can push it right back in. It still hurts <laughs> on the inside. Animals, animals. I don't want to finger my booty anymore. I'm <laughs> past that. I'm not on speed anymore. When you're on uppers, it's the thing to do. <laughs> don't ask me why. Ask me how. <laughs> <laughs> This is a story from, uh, I, I don't remember if they wanted me to name them or not, but I love her and she's amazing. And she, uh, it's just like a comedy mother. She's just got, there's a, there's, she's awesome. She'll bake you cookies and she books you on shows. Anyways, let me see. Oh, I got to look it up from her because I got to remember
Okay. She doesn't care about being anonymous. Nice. D Birdette, God bless you. You're fucking awesome. She gave all the comics food when this pandemic first started. Oh, yeah. She's the booker at the Ice House yeah. and helped running the Ice House Comedy Club in Pasadena. And she just saw she's the best. She just like went in there, immediately started booking dope comics, started baking fresh cookies for the comics. You got a little tag with your name on it. And you're just like, oh, my God, you know, it felt like a million bucks for a cookie. They she gets it. She gets it. Anyways, pandemic hit. She stared, had just stocked up the whole restaurant, you know. She's like, fuck, I got to get rid of this. And so she called up all the comics that weren't rich. <laughs> uh, I was one of them. And then we all went down there and we're just getting free food. And then it's crazy. She knew it was going to be here. We were talking about that. I was like, yeah, two weeks. We'll be back. <laughs> She's like, I remember you saying that and being like, oh, no. You're shutting down the world, kid. And I was like, you were right. I was, anyways, she shared this story with me, and I and uh, she's helped running Malibu Hot Springs, or uh, she's always into shit. She's getting a like working on a sustainable ranch, and gonna make like a comedy camp. And she has like oh, wow. this fucking bus she's building out. I'm telling you, this lady's fucking fantastic. So she was working for this lady that runs Malibu Farms Market. And it's super high-end and vegan and overpriced and organic stuff. Uh, but the people are very picky. And one of the vendors did a vegan food. And their booth was called Casa Pasta. So part of her job was to do a massive group text to all the vendors and give tent assignments and uh, logistics and organizations and whatnot. And she said, well, I use the word uh, caca so often that when I text on my smartphone, it autocorrects casa to caca and i listed them as caca pasta in the massive group text to all the vendors and she had to explain publicly apologize and almost got fired because the company was a little little bitch yeah this is my words not hers that's yeah. for me caca casa <laughs> big whoop it's one letter grow up caca pasta that's your fault for naming it caca pasta caca cock bitch huh uh so she almost got fired and uh and so now when i'm having one of those days she calls them a caca pasta day and i just thought it was so funny and fuck autocorrect because i've almost sent some crazy shit i need to screenshot it because of course i forgot but some of it i'm just like <laughs> like how did you see mistake god bless you for big hairy dick <laughs> it's be like that sometimes you're just like what <laughs> I did not say that. You're trying to get me killed? Um, not that there's anything wrong with big hairy dicks. It's just not God bless you. <laughs> Different messages. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe not, depending on what religion you believe. You fucking weird cults, you little sex cults. Sounds like a ruse to me. I mean, you do you. Whatever. That's what you say when someone sneezes. Yeah. God bless you. Big hairy dick. <laughs> Ball hair. That's a caca story. Well, folks, I think I'm running on empty. How long did we run today? An hour and 23 minutes. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Let me see if I pull anything from source. We're physical beings. <laughs> Spiritual beings. 
and cerebral beans. Huh? Huh? No, I got that from Bob Proctor. I can't claim that. <laughs> He's good. He's good. It's true. That's why we're always torn because we're like three part beans. Uh. I said beans. I do realize this. <laughs> I know this. Maybe that's why we're all fucked up and always torn in so many different places because we have different. <laughs> And you got to take care of each one. It's exhausting. You're like, I got to work out and go to the shrink and meditate. Okay. How about I drink Coca-Cola and eat a cookie and watch some garbage TV? Watch some CNN. I know they report the truth. They don't. It's all bullshit. Turn it off. Yeah, I shouldn't have looked up the source. This is how we end now. <laughs> Yes. Okay. If you watch the news, you're a lost soul. Go watch. Okay, I dare you to watch Democracy Now! with Amy Goodman. I used to watch that. I, I forgot about it because I had DirecTV. It's on some obscure fucking Link TV, <laughs> Spink TV, I don't know, Minx TV, some, fu some fucking weird channel. But it was good news, and it was uh, like PBS news, just no funding, no money, no corporate entities going like this. <laughs> They're fucking alien robot dick coming for your soul. Just advertising, buy this. I'm listening to your conversations. Didn't you want this flannel? I did, you fucker. <laughs> I fucking did. I wouldn't have got it if it just went shum. It's like, are you reading my mind now? I don't understand. I felt like buying a flannel. I didn't say it. And all of a sudden, it's on my fucking YouTube and Facebooks. Mm. Get your AI out of my asshole. That's what I say. I sound like I'm losing it, but there's a lot of truth in there. Sometimes the advertising, I'm like, oh. It is weird. I did need that. Yeah. And then I get it. And I feel like a bastard, but I'm like, it worked. <laughs> That's, I don't like that. Stay out of here. Stay out of my head. Oh, that was, what was that? I don't know. <laughs> Notebooks. Well, everybody, I love you. Please hit the like and subscribe. Thumbs up. We're all doing our best. Remember when life gets down, go in the sun and rub the soil. Put your, put your bare feet in the soil and <laughs> fucking. <laughs> yeah, sounds weird. <laughs> but you'll feel better afterwards. I'm just saying. Nothing like some skin touching the mother earth. Maybe that Freud was onto something. <laughs> Call back. <laughs> wow. That's what I do here. The big guns. All right, everybody. I love you all. Spread the news that this show is the best show. Tell them. Tell them there's a new king in town. I don't know my name. <laughs> Fart king. Mm. Queef king? Kaka <laughs> king. Kaka king. I don't want to just be known for <laughs> shit. Why is everyone got to be king? How about... A hottest hippie in town. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Uh, yeah, comment below what you think. Because you know how, how like, uh, 
who comes up. Theo Vaughn is the Rat King. Yeah. Bert Kreischer's the machine. Yeah. Joe Rogan owns everything. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, think of my name. And uh, I've obviously a lot of poop names are going to come to mind. I'll still take suggestions. <laughs> if it's a slam dunk, I'll, I'll have to do it. I don't really want to. Uh, but I know that's where most minds are going to go. Yeah, let the jokes commence. Did I say jokes correctly? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, boy. It's time to go to hell. <laughs> I love you all. Peace.